What's up, everybody? Welcome to TSP Wagers. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, lads. Joined, as always, with my man, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. What's going on tonight, Ben? Not much, man. Enjoying hump day here. Hump day in the bay. Can't beat it. How you doing? Is hump day your your next favorite day after a three-day weekend? Yeah, pretty much. Thursday, (laughs) because tomorrow's Friday. I mean... Nice. Right there, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> I like it. Right there. I like it. We need to make a shirt that says uh, Big Ball and Ben Larson, Mr. TGIF. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> Mr. TGIF. I, I support that. I definitely support that. Let's go, y'all. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, how are you doing? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, you know, Pays had dance class today. Ballet. There we she's, go. She's getting better. Did you get out there and do it with her? Oh, no, dude. You ain't going to catch this old man out there, dude. I'll break my <laughs> knees, bro. Watch those knees. Yep. My, knee, my knees will buckle. It'll be over with. But, man, it's awesome. It's awesome watching, especially because, like, she's getting so into it, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's awesome to see. I can only imagine that's how, like, my grandpa felt when he was watching me play sports when I was younger. There we go. You know, I wish my daughter would play sports, but she's not really into it. So you got to eh, support. It's okay. You got to support the dance. I'm a dance dad now, Ben. There we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> there we go. You sipping on Never thought I'd you? see that with you, but all right. I know, dude. Seriously. What the hell? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> what, are you sipping on anything tonight? I am, man. I'm drinking uh, Lagunitas Colossal. Maximo uh, Colossal IPA, which is a 9%er. I've never so seen that. Pretty, pretty high, but uh, it doesn't taste like it's 9%, which is a good thing. So you definitely feel it, but... It's Good not thing or like dangerous thing, Ben. It's very dangerous, yes. very very dangerous. So, and it comes in that uh, you know that big twenty ounce can. So, send it in, Jerome. We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. By the end, we're sending it in. That's for uh, that's where we got it. Well, that's what we hope. We hope mm-hmm. we're sending it in because we need some winners, baby. We need some winners because I, I put out two best bets today on the socials, went 0-2, dude. My first 0-2 day in a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Brutal, bro. I was on the wrong side of both those games, which was tough to see. But, you know, we back, and I promise some winners. I am promising winners tonight, Ben. Promising we winners. We are going to get winners. And I feel much more confident about these uh, about the NCAA tournament than I do the NIT um, because the NFT is a little bit harder to handicap because you can't really gauge um, effort or um, just a lot of stuff, dude. The NIT yeah. is crazy, bro. The NIT is crazy. Although yeah. I should have seen BYU losing. And and honestly, the the line moved at Circa, open two and a half, and then right before tip-off, it was minus two and a half, but the VIG had, had like, dropped. And I was like, okay. and by that I mean it went, like, uh, BYU minus 120, I think, and then Washington State. So, like, a lot of money was on BYU, and I was like, fuck, dude, I'm on the wrong side. Yeah. <sighs> yep. It okay, happens. Though. It happens. Good days and bad days, that's for sure. Good days and bad days, but feeling confident yeah. about these games. We talked about them on oh, yeah. Tap Room a little bit. So, yeah. 
and we got that going for us. I'm sitting, I'm sipping on a Witch Slayer, which I was drinking on Taproom this week. Yeah. I was in there today, and I was like, "Yo, y'all got any of that left?" And they were like, "Yeah." So they poured me a crowler before before it's empty. So very nice. Hell yeah! Last time getting it though, probably. Yep, definitely probably the last time getting it. Nine percent though, Ben. So I'm I'm, I'm drinking All with right. you, brother. I'm with right you. there. Yeah. Feeling good at the end of the day. We're doing this. And I ate five guys tonight. So literally I ate five guys. Oh. So I'm, and you're a dance dad? Okay. And I'm a dance dad. So uh, that, that sounded bad. <laughs> five guys burgers though. Hey, there ben, we go. Ben on the on a scale of like uh elite cheeseburgers, like what's the ranking, dude? For five guys? No, I like for everybody, like in and out, five guys. I mean, there's uh, so many different like there like I'd put in and out high for fast food, but it's not like a it, it's not like a good burger. But if on, you're going fast had, food, the freshness, had, the like Ben, have we had this conversation itself. before? Oh, absolutely have, man. Oh, okay. Absolutely have. Yeah, because I, I feel like our logic is on the same point. Like yeah. in and out's like a cheap burger. It's probably like the king yeah. of cheap burgers, dude. Yeah. yeah. For that mediocre level burger, five guys is a good burger. But five guys is but, expensive. It, yeah, those Cajun but I mean, it's fries, not like your eighteen. It's not like your fifteen to eighteen dollar burger though. Those Cajun fries though. Let's oh go, yeah, y'all. Those Cajun you got to do light fire. seasoning on it, man. Light seasoning on those Cajun fries. Nah, give me all the seasoning, bro. Pour them up. Pour that motherfucking seasoning on those bitches, dude. I want to drink light all seasoning. Of all will that. change your life, bro. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop into these games though. We're gonna be talking Sweet Sixteen today. Um and uh, we kind of went over some of these games on Taproom, but we didn't like go in depth like we're going to go on these two games. So we're going to talk Houston Cougars versus the Arizona Wildcats. And then we're going to talk Duke Blue Devils against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'll, honestly, I, the reason why I chose these two games, Ben, is because these are very, they're basically coin flips, dude. Like, yeah, I, I could see two sides to every game on these. Um, and they're probably going to be two of the best games played this weekend. So. I definitely wanted to talk about these games. These are two games I really like, and it's two games that I feel very confident into um, with with the uh, with the play on here. So, first game, let's you want to hop right into it. Let's hop, do it. All right, let's do it. So, first game, we got Houston Houston Cougars against the Arizona Wildcats. This is going to be at AT and T Center. Houston's thirty one and five, twenty four and twelve against the spread. Arizona's thirty three and three, nineteen, fifteen and two against the spread. This line opened Arizona minus two. It's been bet down to Arizona minus one and a half. So, um, money coming in on Houston here, um, plus yeah. one and a half. Which I which I said on tap room, Ben. I was like, yo, I like Houston here. You know, yeah. so it feels like a lot of people are with me, but. Over unders at one forty five. So again, this is an interesting matchup. In I'll kind of like I'll, I'll start it off right here, Ben. Really, the the reason why I liked Houston and leaned Houston on Sunday was because we had just watched Arizona versus TCU, and TCU was giving Arizona a hell of a lot of struggle, dude. And and the reason yeah. why is because TCU was just getting a ton of offensive rebounds. And Arizona's not good on the on the defensive glass. They're allowing their opponents to get 28% of misses to get offensive rebounds, which is a lot. 193rd in the country, which is, yeah. you know, bottom 50% in the country. And it's Arizona's, you know, it's a shocking number because Arizona's a team that plays two 
bigs, dude. They play Tubalis, who's a 6'11 freshman, and they play Coloco, who's a 7'1 sophomore. He's their starting center. So they're a team that brings a lot of length and a lot of size at you. But TCU, you know, for an undersized team, they were really able to push Arizona around on the glass, dude. And if you cannot dominate the glass, it's it's a tough time to win, dude. It's it's hard to win. And the thing with Houston is they're top three in the country in offensive rebounding. And they like they do what TCU does, but like on steroids. Like yeah. that's what they do. They're a ferocious defensive team. They get a ton of turnovers. They attack the glass. They don't allow you to score easily. And, you know, we saw that not only with um not only in their last matchup against Illinois, and Illinois has Kofi Coburn, who's probably the best big in the country outside of Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. So I mean they ain't gonna be phased here. Yeah. Um uh, Arizona was in foul trouble though with their bigs at the beginning of the game, weren't they? I mean, not as still, dude, you have two bigs. You have two guys yeah. seven feet tall. Like not many teams are, are going two seven footers. Yeah. And that's a, that's a tough thing with Houston too, is because Houston is not a big team, but they had to deal with Kofi Coburn and they handled him very well because he was killing them uh, for their early on. He was getting, mm. He was getting uh, one-on-ones. He was able to dominate the paint. But they are such a good defense team-wise, dude. Like, this is a team who's has uh, 2.26 years of experience, which is actually, you know, you think of that and you're like, damn, that's a young team. But they're honestly one of the more experienced teams in this this tournament. Um, So, you know, it's, it's tough. And Tajay Moore, the transfer from CSU Bakersfield, He's been spectacular in this tournament. He's been taking his game to another level. Um, Kyler Edwards, Jamal Sheed, uh, Josh Carlton's been sh- been playing well. And it, this is a team that's just clicking, dude. It's clicking yeah. right now. It's a team that was in the Final Four last year. So, I mean, they've been here. They've done that. I mean, Fabian White was on that team last year, and here he is as a senior back in the, in the hunt again. And Arizona on the flip side, like, they're one of the least experienced teams, and we saw that last week against TCU. When push came to shove down the stretch, dude, they were making bone. They were up nine with five minutes of play in that game. Honestly, it, aside from a controversial call, they probably should have lost that game. Yeah, and and something that I'm you know looking at the numbers here to kind of support your Houston, you know, push is what they're doing defensively on you know both the two point and three point field goal percentage. Um, you know, top 10 within the league, yep. or not the league, excuse me, within the nation, the nation the um, 350 you know, keeping, plus teams. Yeah. Keeping their defenses, uh, you know, 28.8% on the three point line and 44% on, you know, the, for the two point conversions there. And, you know, we do look at uh, Arizona who's top five in the league um, in two point also, you know, top five in two point defense there but 30 uh, sorry 77th percentage and three point percentage and allowing 32.5 so 114th so they're going to be allowing those three balls to drop you know against a team in houston who's decent 34.2 percent for the uh three point percentage there so yeah i i personally like the under year 
I mean, the under is um, always a safe bet with Houston, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. They're three and seven in their last 10 on overs. So, I mean, they're hitting the under 70%. But on the flip side, Arizona's hitting the over 80%. Like, Arizona pushes the pace a lot. They're they're one of the top teams in, in pace. And obviously, their head coach, um, uh, Tommy Lloyd, he is a former assistant under Mark Few at Gonzaga. What does Gonzaga do better than any team? They push the ball relentlessly up and down, yeah. whether it's made or missed baskets. So Arizona can't catch you there. Plus, don't get it twisted, dude. Arizona is a very, very athletic team. Like, they have athletes. I just yeah. think at the end of the day, like, Arizona is just a very inexperienced team. Like, you're talking three of their top four players are freshmen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, at some point, that comes back to haunt you. And don't get me wrong, Benedict Matherin is going to be a top five draft pick in the NFL, in the NFL, in the NBA draft. Um, and Kirk Carissa, he he's a nice freshman. He's a nice guard. But honestly, they were playing much better with Kyer starting in his spot than him. And mm-hmm. I, I doubt they're going to go back to Kyer starting or, or more minutes because that's just how they've been playing all year with Kirk Carissa. So... I, I don't expect that. Also, um, in their last 10 games, Arizona 5-5 five and five against the spread, 2-3 and three in neutral sites. Uh, Houston 9-1 and one against the spread, and 5-0 and oh in neutral site games against the spread. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting there. All right. So, I think I, I personally like the under here, and I do like that uh, plus 1.5 Houston. I like Houston money line, and I like the under as well. I do yeah. like the under. What's uh, Houston money line? What's the big on that? Oh, let me see here. Plus one thirteen. What book? One ten. What book? What book is that? I'm just seeing it as the average. Plus one hundred five. Plus one ten area. Um. Uh, plus one hundred five. I see it. Yeah. Most books plus one hundred five. Still great value money line. I mean, it's obviously a possession game. Yeah, but it's it's about being on the right side. I I got Houston plus two on Sunday. A little bit scary that we've we've moved a half a point, but closing line value, baby. If I mean, if we're at a point and a half, do we just take money, money line? line? That's because... what I'm saying. Like at that point, we might as well take money line because. I mean, it very well a could be a one cushion. But... It very well could be a one one point game, dude. Like that's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. Like a last minute three, but I would rather take money line. I do think, like I said on the on the on Sunday, dude. I I do think I have Arizona in my final four. Trust me, I want them to be in the final four <laughs> for bragging yeah. purposes. But I just think Houston is a better team right now after. Okay. After watching this last weekend, the best thing that could have happened to Arizona, though, Ben, and we kind of talked about this on Sunday, but not with Arizona. We talked about it with St. Peter's and having that week off might be the worst thing that could happen to a team like them. Yeah. Arizona having that week off might be the best thing that could happen for a team like that. So Mm. if you're on Arizona, that's something to think about. Personally, I'm on Houston. I like Houston money line and I do like the I'm with you on the under Ben. I like that under. Hmm. All right, let's hop into the second game. We got the Texas Tech Red Raiders against the Duke Blue Devils. Texas Tech is one of my favorite teams to watch. Uh, they're twenty-seven and nine overall in the season, straight up, and twenty-two and fourteen against the spread. Duke is thirty and six, and they're eighteen, fifteen, and three against the spread. 
Texas Tech right now, slight favorite, minus one, Duke plus one, over, unders, a 137 and a half. Um, and obviously, this is Coach K's, like, last hurrah, his final goodbye. Everybody's, you know, I would say the narrative that wants to be pushed here is Coach K to get that that championship on his final goodbye. Yeah. But I think the road ends here, Ben. Like I don't know, man. These numbers that I'm looking at don't necessarily, you know, push that too well. I mean, Texas obviously Talk number one me. defense in inefficiency, you know, in the the nation, but offensively, a little bit of a struggle here. Yeah, well, I mean, they rely on offense turning defense into offense, but. Duke is not great defensively by any stretch of the imagination either. Yeah. Um, yeah, their defensive efficiency numbers kind of say something, but they don't force turnovers. They're 309th in the country in forced turnovers. They don't rebound very well. Um, and, yeah, their effective field goal percentage is 46.9. But, I mean, look at the teams they play in the ACC. I mean, we're talking dog shit teams, you know. Yeah. So – it's uh, it's it's tough, and and Paulo Bancaro, who's their best player. I mean, he's not a great defender by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Duke can fill it up, dude. They're an offensive team, thirty-seven percent from three. They shoot the three ball well, fifty-six point one percent from two point percentage. They shoot well, but the thing is, is Texas Tech doesn't allow anybody to shoot the ball well. <laughs> it yeah. don't matter who you are, like they make it struggle. I mean, Notre Dame, they just played Notre Dame, who's a team Duke has played twice this season. How has Duke fared against Notre Dame this year? Uh, they beat Notre Dame 57-43, to 43, so neither team could score there. And then they beat them one other time. What was the score, though? Did they only play once this year? Yeah, they did only play once. Interesting. So one time, low-scoring game. Now... Texas Tech on the on the flip side, yeah, I, they're not a good offense, dude. They're not a great offense. The one thing that really worries me about this line, Ben, and I said this on in the game last night, is the fact that this line has been out since Sunday and has not even slightly moved. Hasn't even moved a half point. And I guarantee yeah. you a lot of money is coming in on Duke because of the casual betters like, okay, I like Duke, I like Duke, I like Duke. Yeah. Duke, 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 the name Duke. And this line hasn't moved. That tells you a lot. It was like today when the Nets, they were minus one against the Grizzlies. Rule John Morank is ruled out. 90% of the money's on Brooklyn, and the line doesn't move. Yeah. Why doesn't the line move? Because it was already adjusted. Nah, not even because it was already... Well, yeah, because it was already adjusted, yeah, but to, because... to make the hook, or yeah. to... But, took the better, the common better. Dude, 90% of money on yeah. Brooklyn minus one. And, I mean, that would be the logical bet for anybody that watches basketball. Like, okay, I got KD and Kyrie against a John Morantless Memphis Grizzlies team. Yep. Woo. That's what worries me about this line. Because at the end of the day, you want to bet numbers. You don't want to bet, bet teams. Because if you get um, attached to a team, you're going to get on the wrong side. Yep. It's very true. That is very true. So this is a game that 
that concerns me because Texas Tech is great defensively, dude. And if you look at who Duke has played, like I would, teams I would compare to Texas Tech that Duke has played, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Florida State, teams they've lost to. Ferocious defensive teams that don't allow you easy buckets. They're going to make you work for everything. Mm. But they're not Who's great. This? Uh, I'm saying Texas Tech, similar to teams that Duke has played this year. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Florida State, teams they've lost yeah. to. And Florida State wasn't that good this year. Okay. So I think that – I think Texas Tech, their their ability, their defensive ability to shut opponents down is very unique. And Duke, outside of Paulo Bancaro – Wendell Moore, A.J. Griffin's a good player. Um, I mean, dude, like, Texas Tech's just playing very well, and they're a very, very experienced team, one of the most experienced teams in the tournament. Bryson Williams is a, a fifth-year senior. Warren's a, a senior. And Bryson Williams, Warren, and McCuller are playing very well in this tournament. I mean, I thought they were going to – I thought Montana State was going to cover 16.5 against them because they weren't able to score. And, I mean, Texas Tech put up, like, almost 80 points in that game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, well, we were talking on Taproom about AJ Griffin. Whether if he played that, this no, would that be was, a, that was Jaime Hawkins for North Carolina UCLA. Uh, I thought that was uh, AJ Griffin. He's probable in for. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been a hundred percent, but even even that, like, you got to play a, a ferocious Texas Tech team, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, Texas Tech is not an easy team to play. All right. I can buy that. I like Texas Their offense State. just scares me a little bit. Yeah, their offense isn't great, but their defense is so good, dude. Like, just yeah. so good. And honestly, I would take the over here, 137 and a half. I know that's crazy to sound, but I just I don't think Duke's defense is that good. I think Texas Tech is going to be able to score. I could very well see this being like a – actually, no, I would take the under there. Under one thirty-seven and a half. Sorry, I mean that's only sixty-five, sixty-eight, sixty-eight, sixty-eight. Yeah, and I I could see this being like a seventy to seventy to sixty-eight type game. Actually, Which would be over. I would take over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Give me the over. One thirty-seven is pretty low. That's pretty high for college. You're pretty high for college. I was I was pretty <laughs> high for college, yes. Let's go, y'all. All right, let's rewind it. Let's recap. So, Ben, what is your th- one pint bet of the night? Let's go lowest to highest. One pint bet of the night. One pint bet of the night is going to be... We'll go... Texas, we'll go with the spread. We'll go minus one because it's only one, uh, which gets us a little bit better of value there uh, at minus 110. All right. My three-point bet of the night is going to be under Houston, Arizona. Under Houston, Arizona, 145. Okay. Two-point um, bet of the I'm, night, Ben. Two-bet is going to be Houston plus one and a half. Houston plus one and a half. We're going to go Houston 
Actually, we're gonna go. Te- we're gonna go Texas Tech money line here, or we're gonna take Texas Tech minus the one. We're gonna go Texas Tech minus one for the two pine bet of the night. Yeah. And then, what's All right, and then I'm gonna go under one forty five for my uh, three piner. Under one forty five, and then I'm gonna go with uh, Houston money line for the best bet. There we go for my three pint. Houston money line. I like it. I love it. Thank y'all for you want joining some more us. Of it. I do want some more of it. Thank y'all for joining us. We appreciate y'all very much for tapping in with us. We're going to get some winners. I promise y'all these are going to be some winners for sure. Uh, make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Yes, sir. Easy. Straight to your door. You get beer, craft beer. The best craft beer in the country delivered straight to your front door. It's beautiful. Ben and I both use it. It's awesome. So tap in with it. And then catch uh, you can catch me on APR tomorrow night. I'll be on with Eddie. We're going to be uh, talking some, uh, some more USFL. And then catch me and Ben Sunday night. Taproom Sports. Going to be go. recapping the Elite 8 Sweet 16 previewing the final four we got uh al nl east to talk about we're previewing the al and nl east over under win totals ton of sports this week yes yes tap in with us baby let's go we will catch y'all later for mr big ball and ben larson i am jordan stacks on stacks on stacks last we will see y'all next time